Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, children of all ages, we we proudly bring to you the Mosaic of Marion. I think you're. Good. Let's get ready to <laughs> podcast now. I'm claiming it. That is my favorite intro ever. That is beautiful. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I've been holding that for a week. Oh my land! You like that, Dan? I, I, I kind of felt I couldn't tell whether I was like at a magic show, the circus, a wrestling. <laughs> Match or like the the demolition derby or something. I wasn't sure what might be creeping people out. (laughs) No, I'm here for it. That was great. Nice. Uh, Okay. I'm doing doing away with the actual intro from now on. We're just using that. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Oh man. So I'm Hank Meadows, League Pastor Mary about this shirt. What's happening? I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. What's happening over there? Who was befuddled? I love that word, by the no. way. She said, so we're just starting? <laughs> Usually we have a lot going on, so I don't know. Well, we were, I mean. We I was on task today. I was running a little usual. late, and I, I, I didn't got, know. He's got a point for his church. perm, so we yeah, got to go get his herd in. Oh, <laughs> I've never, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know that was going to hit so hard. <laughs> never seen a man tuck his hair behind his ears quite as much as Hank does and his hair's not that long I hate it it's just like oh I can't stand it when it's out there I, I, you feel it it feels I do. different yeah, you feel all- it yeah <laughs> yeah I, I got you you need to I use that you. video right there oh boy and over there oh, we have old pumpkin eyes I don't know what that's all about Tyler okay so Tyler listen he's like Pumpkin eyes? I'm like, don't I, don't ask me. Either I'm, they're small and beady, or they light up the night. I, you you decide. You light <laughs> up my night. Oh, we. It's not Friday night. It's. <laughs> oh. But uh, let me oh, correction. It is not pumpkin eyes. It is pumpkin eyes. That's a a ginormous difference. I appreciate the information. I don't know what to do with it, but I appreciate. it. <laughs> I don't know how that impacts things. <laughs> so we we are now um, associate pastorless. Yes, <laughs> um, we are. I am back womp, with the youth. Womp. Yeah, <laughs> not so. you being back with the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, so I was at FCA and there, and I was talking to the youth from Marion, and I said something about youth group. One of them like, why why are you leading youth group? I'm like, well, my son, who was our associate pastor, he just took a church in Roanoke. I mean, in a Rocky Mount, and I said, so now I am I'm youth pastor. They went. And senior pastor. I said, all rolled into one, bro. He went, wow. I went, well, we hadn't hired anybody. Else. What else you going to do? Yeah. So it's me. So anyway. All right. So we are, I, I had to give clarity to everybody listening out there. Um, we're now in the book of Amos, Dan's seventh cousin, twice removed. Um, we don't talk to that side of the family anymore. And apparently these two knuckleheads 
thought it was the same passage. I'm like, Joel wrote last week. Amos wrote this week. Week before that was Hosea. I mean, that's completely different <laughs> if you read that book. Remember, there we were thematic on the, similarities. We were on the roller coaster of emotions <laughs> with Dan. So, Dan, do you have any thoughts about this one? Did, no, you, did the, you read this one and go crazy? Not so much tone. I think I'm getting used to to <laughs> the general structure that these take. Bro, I'm these dudes saying. are harsh. Um, not Wait, exactly you Hallmark card material. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Did you get that out of? I mean, these dudes are harsh. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. they are not. Absolutely. So, in in light of your roller coaster <laughs> analogy from the other ones, all I could think of is a roller coaster that's about it goes up the hill. Ding, 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 ding. You it's see about it to coming, go down, yeah. but it goes flying off. <laughs> yes, it. Joel, the, Joel is not nice. Well, Amos isn't very nice in them either. In yeah, them. and Amos is not, Amos. Just gonna say this: you can tell he had no formal training. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he. And then he busts on him in, in chapter seven. He hadn't been domesticated. That's, that's yeah, <laughs> yes. So anyway, why don't let's let's you pray? Okay. And then we'll start because I'm jumping right in at the very yes, beginning. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay. So pray. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much um, that we can be here, and I thank you for your word, every um, jot and tittle of it that we can learn from, that we can um, hear from you. And so I pray that as we handle your word of truth, that um, you would give us wisdom through your Holy Spirit, and I pray for those who are listening. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That book that I'm reading that you got me to read? Uh-huh. Girl, <laughs> that is some good. He uh, says in there in one place— what we have when when God gave us wanted to speak to us, He did not just give us a word on a book. He gave us a word as a person. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like drooling over going. <laughs> just like, come out swinging. Yeah. Why can't I have a thought like that <laughs> once in my life? So you gonna say something? No, like the whole just the introduction. I oh feel, yeah. I feel like that you have to. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to know the book I'm reading, it's called Habits of Grace by David Mathis. I'm I, I finished the introduction and <laughs> chapter one and, and I would highly recommend it to anybody. Yep. So it should be required reading. So here we go. We're going to jump off in Amos and Amos don't, he's like Joel doesn't cut any slack. He he's, he's not a hallmark <laughs> card writer. You can tell, but I want to go to verse one of chapter one. Mm -hmm. Now I think I, I was having this thought as I was headed over here from my, from my mom's house. Um, how many of us skip verse one of most books of the Bible? Hmm. But <coughs> I was just saying, it was so funny because you said something just the introduction, talk about that book, and I was like, man, nine times out of ten, I skip right by the introduction. And we, we that's how we treat the first verse. Dude, that we introduction, say, you know, that book's 12 pages long. Uh, <laughs> you can't it's skip it. packed with, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you like, don't. I was like, but that is, that's how we treat the first verse a lot of times. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to do a really good Bible study and learn some biblical truth, and I'm going to do this. At some point, when I come back with the adults, <laughs> although I'm all over there on Sunday nights, but I'm already doing some, the first verse, especially Paul's writings. Well, I remember, what book was it? I think it was Jude, that you did that. And, and I remember what Tyler said. Yeah, and Tyler was like, you, it was a, either a Sunday night or a Wednesday night. And I mean, it was like weeks on just the first verse. <laughs> I was like, we're still just on the first verse. <laughs> but we skipped that. We did. Yeah, much, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I, I was reading, um, the, uh, I was going back, I'm going back now and I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm really finding myself in the, um, prison epistles 
you know, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. I've sort of been reading through them. And the first verses of those are just, I mean, powerful. Mm -hmm. Paul called to be an apostle by Almighty God. Paul called not by the will of man, mm -hmm. but by the will of God. Mm. It is, I mean, yeah. you want a really good Bible study for your set person? That's cool. Go to verse one of especially. I mean, the most of the of the Old Testament ones are not. I mean, they they are just like, hey, right. this is Moses. I'm right. writing, you know. But this one is a little different. Yeah. Because we know nothing of Amos mm -hmm. except for what he tells us. Some of these others, we sort of have ideas from other people about what they said. But listen to this. In Amos 1.1, 1, 1, the words of Amos, who was among the shepherds of Tekoa, hmm. which he saw concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, the days of Jeremiah, son of Joash, king of Israel, two years before the earthquake. But I want to just focus on those the words of Amos, who was among the shepherds of Tekoa. If God wanted to get his message across, you would have thought he would have went. I mean, obviously, days of Uzziah, king of Isaiah was there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Why not just be, I mean, Isaiah wrote 66 chapters. Right. Get him to add a chapter, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice Here's what we learned. Take your Bibles. Go to 1 Corinthians 27, chapter 1, sorry. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27. So could you imagine him strolling up to give this prophecy uh, to the people? And, and by the way, read the book. Joel holds nothing back. This dude rips on every country, every nation. Amos. Amos I'm, I keep saying Joel. Amos, I'm sorry. He rips on every country, every nation that's there, including Israel. Right. He cuts nothing because here's what he does, and this is where we're at. It's God's word. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, which I, I said it um, the other day. Don't get mad at me. Mm -hmm. I'm just a messenger boy. Right. You don't like it? That's a God between you and God. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get mad at me. I don't care. <laughs> but here's what we see. Listen to this. But God shows what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. Yep. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised. Shepherds were despised mm -hmm. at this point. Right. Even things that are not to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human might boast in the presence of God. And here's why I wanted to go with this, because here's and, and I want to speak to people out there that are listening that may say, I, you know what, because of my past, because of this or that or, or whatever, I just don't think I'm useful in the hands of God. Here's what Jesus says. Everybody is useful. Yep. He uses the foolish things yep. to confound the wise. Mm -hmm. He uses the things that you would never expect. And I go back to. Jesus comes. Who does he go to? Who do the angels go to? To the Pharisees, to the Sadducees, to the Herodians, to the religious elite, to the scribes? Who did he go to? And to the shepherds. Shepherds. Right. God can use anybody right. to speak. Mm -hmm. Yep. So don't ever think you're not useful in the hands of a mighty God because here's a little secret for you. It's not about you. That's right. It's about the one inside of you right. living out through you. Right. Thoughts. Well, I mean, and that's um, 
just so true as we think about, and I mean, Amos had the word of the Lord and, and God spoke to him. So what do we have now? We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. If we are believers, the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. And so we have that um, constant presence. It's not like he floats in and out. He's always within us. Um, And so it is so true. I love how you're pointing this out that, I mean, think go back, even think about Moses. And Moses was like, you know, I stutter, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. And, and yet God was able to use him. And so no matter what um, your situation is, no matter who you are, God can use you. And it, and as I don't know his name, but it, there was a speaker at Liberty University mm. who stutters, has a really bad stutter. Mm. Um, but God used him to speak at one of their Congo mm. events that, um, and to t- minister to that um, huge campus um, and all of those people because God is bigger, God is mightier, God is more able than anything that yeah. might try and hold us back. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking, you know, we we try, and it makes sense, we, we try to put things in, in terms we understand, and we, we often talk about this with sin, that we have this kind of ranking system, you know, this yeah. is worse than that sin. God doesn't have that. The other amazing thing is we don't get part of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Your, you know, you may say, well, well, God's going to work through me, but there's no way it's going to be worthwhile. There's no way. No, it, it, if you're receiving it, you get all of it. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you don't have to, because there, there are those that say, well, I'm disqualified. But then there are also those that say, well, I'm... I, I'll do what I can, but I have to stay kind of on that outer ring because no God, God, if He has a plan for you, you get the whole plan. I mean, you're part honest. of it. Can I be you honest? Yeah. you stayed on the periphery. For oh, I, I, I you camped out. out there, yeah, man, I was about to say I had my mail sent out there. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> I mean, I did too. Yeah. And so what? What we see here is that we put limits on us. Yeah. Oh, God absolutely. Never yeah. Does. yeah. God, God says, I, all I need is that old saying. I don't need your ability. Mm-hmm. I need your availability. Yep. That's who God uses. Yep. And then if we really, qu- mm. and by the way, let me add one thing to what you said. Uh, Not only do we have the Holy Spirit, we got his word. Yes, yeah. That's right. Yep. We eat, and I swear, I swear, I swear, people say all day long, they'll quote 2 Timothy 3, 16, but I don't know that they believe it. Mm. We sure don't live like we believe it. Yeah. yeah. We, we do not live like we think this is inspired word of God. Right. If we did, let's be and I fall short. I'm not talking about you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Hank too. We don't always live like we believe it. No. Because we want to have our pets in. We want to have this little bit. We think we got to do this to have fun. And if we do this, we're going to be sick. Anyway, I'm on. I, well, you're saying, I'm like, man, we also got his word. Let's not forget the Bible. I mean, break it <laughs> let's open, <not>. man. <laughs> in verse seven, here's what he says Chapter seven. Chapter seven. <laughs> I'm just. Amos in verse 14, Amos says. He's talking about because he had had given prophecy that Jeroboam was going to die and Israel was going in in exile. And then he says, the name of Samuel said to Amaziah, I was no prophet nor a prophet's son. He he said, I didn't have the pedigree. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the theology degree. I didn't have my master of divinity, my doctorate of ministry. I didn't have none of that. Dude, I was a shepherd. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I was a herdsman and a dresser of, listen, of sycamore figs. Boy, that's great to put on your resume. 
But the, here's what happens. But the Lord took me from following the flock and said, go and prophesy to my people Israel. Now, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. Yep. God, he, when he calls you, he equips you. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's not going to call you to go preach and then say, now you're on your own, leave, own yeah. to figure it out. We are ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. As though the Lord was speaking through us. Mm-hmm. So don't ever think. I don't know who is out there that that's thinking, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Right. In, in the words of former President Barack Obama, <laughs> yes, you can. I don't know what I was expecting with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, it's true. Yes, you can. Well, and, and I think I, I was just sitting here thinking while you're talking, the um, the opposite is true, too. Without him, you can't. Yeah. Well, There's no, so many yeah. that try to muster that up right. and say, well, God's got big plans. I'm going to push. and I'm. No, God will tell you when it's time. Well, the problem in a lot of pulpits is that we got too many mama called Papa sent. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That don't uh, don't want to that that want well living out Second yep. Timothy chapter four. They want to tickle your ears. Yes. They want to draw a crowd, and they want to be rich, and they yep. want to uh, be relevant in the right. culture. And everybody think they're the cool preacher, and everybody, yep. and they're gonna never gonna never gonna say anything that's gonna hurt somebody's feelings or make them feel bad or convict them of sin or get them to a place of repentance. That all they're gonna do is just give you a little thump sum of nothing but sugar. Mm-hmm. And it, and in all honesty, they should be terrified. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, and but I would add if I guess. I mean, we can stay on mine if you want the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's not a big deal. We can. No, but I would add that, um, you know, here that the situation in Amos was a prophet, and so you think you might or you guys are pastors and but it could be that god is calling you to be a sunday school teacher oh absolutely or, or, yeah or yeah. even just somebody who just speaks into somebody else's life um writes notes of encouragement that has god's words a part of it um i mean there are so many different ways yeah please please don't put us yeah. in a box yeah, we're just absolutely. talking about preaching right. the word right we're talking about mission trips i'm Anything, talking about right. teaching sunday school i'm talking yeah. about deacons i'm talking about how about this just be a good church member. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That loves your pastor right. and loves your church. Mm-hmm. Just be a good Christian. Yep. That doesn't sway with the <laughs> winds of what society thinks. Because they no matter how much they yell and scream, know your Bible. Yep. This book tells me what I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not a political party. Yeah. Not, not my own dad. Mm-hmm. Not my family. This book right. tells me what I should believe yeah. and what I have to believe. Matter of fact, right. and it's totally against what the world preaches right. and teaches. Yep. Which segues am I next? Well, I think so. I five. think five more. comes before seven. I couldn't remember where. Down, down south, south at least it does. I don't know about up north. Well, y'all doing weird things down here, so. Numbers get tricky after five for me, I'll admit. <laughs> so, you, but your comment segues into, um, I'm, I'm going to look at Amos 5. I'm going to start with verse 5. Um, seek me and live, but do not seek Bethel, and do not enter into Gilgal or cross over to Beersheba, for Gilgal shall surely go into exile, and Bethel shall surely come to nothing. And essentially what God is saying to them is saying, seek me, 
The only way that you can have life is if you seek me and don't seek these things of the world. Don't seek these, these, um, the places around you. And so for us, don't seek your life from the world. And we spend so much time, even when we, um, are living the way for 90% of the time, the way that God wants us to live and we are in his word and we pray and we come to church, but yet that world's pull is so strong on us, so strong. And we, um, I think half the time we are not even aware that we are depending on something of the world to get something that we want without, um, um, instead of asking God to give it to us. Dan hit his I was leg, just, so. well, I was just over here thinking, you know, and, and you hit on a hit. Like, we don't have to try to be influenced by the world. Right. The only thing we have to do is not actively turn toward God. Right. And and so I, I think that's why we say, well, you know, I'm not doing anything. Well, that's the problem. If you're not actively <laughs> clinging to God, then, yeah, you're going to be influenced. Right. And yeah. when you think about it— um, I mean, seek is an action that we have to take. Mm-hmm. And so we do, there is, there are parts of our salvation, parts of our walk with God that we have to do. And so um, in, in this chapter, you know, three different times he says to, well, one other time to seek the Lord to, in order to live. And then in verse 14, to seek good and not evil. And so we have to be doing the things that God wants us to do um, in or else we won't be able to succeed as a Christian because it we will be so influenced yeah. by the world and we will fall into those things that the world tries to give us. And and here's the problem. These places, because I've got a bunch of notes, obviously, <laughs> um, like Bethel, where Abraham um, pitched his tent, right. raised an altar, and Jacob saw right. the ladder there at, at, at Bethel. Right. Gilgal was where Joshua reinstated the covenant seal of circumcision where his troops would come after their victories, and Beersheba is where Abraham dug as well. So they're all really good, good places yes. yep. in the I'm history of, the, yes, of the Jews. Yeah. But here's the problem. <clears throat> what Israel should have looked to in gratitude, mm-hmm. they turned it into idolatry yeah. yep. and heathenism. Right. I mean, Bethel, isn't that where they that um, Jeroboam made the, the calf so they wouldn't cross back over the river, I think, or, or somewhere like that? It's one of those places where the, he said, so, well, you know, I want you to cross over there. But we take things and we take things yeah. that in and of themselves should be areas of gratitude. And we make idols out of them. Mm-hmm. We don't like talking about the idols in our life. Right. Yep. But if you really want to do to seek the Lord means to follow, to ask, to mm-hmm. worship, to search. But to seek God, you got to give up your idols. Yep. Right. Yep. You've got to put them away. You've got to give up that which on this side of eternity means the most to you mm-hmm. in worldly things. Right. Give it up right. to seek God. Because I read it this morning again. Deny thyself. Yeah. Yep. Take up that cross. Deny thyself and follow me. Yep. There is nothing this world can ever offer that will equal what God has mm-hmm. for us. Yep. Nothing. Right. Don't let things become idols in your life. 
and they seem so bright and shiny and glorious and wonderful until we get see every time I, I get, say I get excited. Uh, what do you got? What do y'all got I going on over there? But everything you say, Dan's over there. Go back and have a little. <laughs> Never slap my knee so much, Mom. I don't know what's I mean, happening. It's, it's beyond my control. The redneck of Hank is rubbing off on you. By golly. Well, I'll be. But the reality is, it's rubbish. Yeah. Paul wrote that. I think yes. it's in the scripture. It I think is. It's in Philippians it chapter is. 3. We talked about it last night at church for those who were there. Um, but true. Um, so what were you? I don't well, know okay. I'm going to, I'm going to come back to the knee slap. The, but I want the, the thing that hits me, um, with that seek me and live, you know, one of the, the phrases I used to struggle with a lot is God is jealous. Mm. And, and I'm it's like, his name. why? Like that's, that's not a good thing, but it is mm-hmm. for two reasons. Number one, because he's God, he has the right to be, he is perfect. He he paid for our salvation. He can demand whatever he wants yeah. to demand, and it's righteous. Uh, that's the key. I was yeah. literally thinking that word. His yeah. jealous is not one of envy. Right. It's righteous jealousy yeah. because he wants you for his own. Well, and that's the second thing is his jealousy benefits us yeah. because then if if we say, okay, <laughs> I'm going to to turn to you. I'm going everything I've got is yours. Well, then. We benefit from that. It's not like we pay a price for doing that, you know. So, yeah. Um, no, the knee slap. Because that leads directly into where well, I was going go. By that. golly gee whiz. <laughs> it's, it's almost like this scripture's connected or something. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so I'm in, believe it or not, the book of Amos here. Um, six, uh, six. That'd be chapter six. Um, six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, verses four that, through seven. Yep, yep. I think that's where you got the seven from. I'm, oh, I'm he, stopping at seven. I mean, he lights them up right here, bro. You went, <laughs> you went to a. Oh, I love it. He lights and, them up. as much a, of a people pleaser as I am. I love a good, you know, fiery speech. <laughs> Woe to those who lie on beds of ivory and stretch themselves out on their couches and eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp and like David invent for themselves instruments of music, who drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, they shall now be the first of those who go into exile and the revelry of those who stretch themselves out shall pass away. And and when you were just talking there, I was saying, you know, those things that won't last, those things that are not eternal, those things that are not God. You know, how often do we think, man, if I only had this, if I only had that, if I only had... And, and all of it's trash. Yep. Um, and so that... Don't... Uh, there were a couple things I got from this. Number one, we're so short-sighted. Mm-hmm. We say, oh, it's amazing the things we'll give up for temporary comfort. And so that that was the first thought I had is, you know, if they if they really saw how worthless these things are, they wouldn't hold them in such high regard. Um, and then also just that the opposite, you know, as long as you got God, you don't need anything else. Right. You don't need to hold we'll them. Go, we'll give up stuff for worldly stuff in a heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll give up all kinds of money and cash and thousands of dollars to go to a football game or a baseball game or a basketball game. I'm talking we'll give up $1,000, and then we'll look like a complete idiot while we go. It can be zero <laughs> degrees. We got a shirt off. Yep. We got all painted up, and everybody's going, oh, look, these guys, man, they love their cheese. 
we won't come to a heated or yeah. air-conditioned service when it's raining outside and we have a roof over our we, head. We even got cushions in the pews. And then, dear Jesus, don't ask somebody to tithe. Yep, yep. That's I it. mean, we are so backwards in how we look at things. Mm -hmm. I, I got no, I don't give a rip if you go to a football game or basketball game or, but man, don't tell me, don't, don't look at me and say, I love Jesus. When you go to that mess and you'll spend all kind of money and you'll come by and you'll have, I mean, the best new hat, jacket, shirt, whatever, and you will roll up in church and go, I, I, I might throw a dollar in. Mm -hmm. It's about the place it holds in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I will go back to it. It has been said, and I'm saying it again. We, you can check your spirituality so often by your checkbook. Yep, for sure. Because where you, where your treasure is, I think yes, this is I scriptural think too. Yes. Where your treasure is, there your heart is also. Yep. Yep. I, I wrote this down in my notes. It was dealing with something else. I worship, when we talk about worship, mm -hmm. and these guys were, they probably thought they were great and they were just living in a lap of luxury. Prosperity preachers, they've been around yep. forever. By the way, if you're in a prosperity preaching church, get out. Run. Run. <laughs> <laughs> but your worship, listen, don't your worship is authenticated by your obedience. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I have been saying that for about three weeks now. It is so easy to say what you believe. Mm -hmm. It is so much harder to live it. Yep. I'm telling you, your worship is authenticated by your obedience. Yep. These guys, what Dan read, they weren't being obedient. Mm -hmm. Right. They they were just they were literally, I believe, prosperity preachers. Yeah. Yep. Well, in in I appreciated the com the commentaries that I read in the introductions that I read to this book because it stayed it emphasized the prosperity that they were in. They were in the midst of a prosperity. Yeah. Mm. It was a good time for them. Right. Um and yet their spiritual condition was not in no. a good place. Your the and, economic indicators are right. not what's talked about right. your spirituality. And so and so it just made me think of being in America and being being and we have many listeners who not who are not in America and we appreciate that and love that. Love but you guys. For those who are in America, I mean we are a, a prosperous country and yes we're you know the economics is not great right now but compared to other countries we are prosperous. And so this is a great warning to us to not hold on to that prosperity and not hold on and think, oh, things are good. I've got it easy. I've got what I need. I have all these things as what Dan read, because if your spiritual condition mm. isn't what God says that it should be, then it doesn't matter what you have in this, in this world. He's smiling. Yeah, because I love... All right, have we said everything important that we want to say? I think so. I don't Here's why I love Amos. I want I saved this to the very end too. All right. And that's the reason I sort of led the way I led because I knew this is I mean, Amos was like, let's let's rock and roll. Yeah. Let's go. Have you you guys did you pay attention to the Amos chapter four? Verse one. <laughs> I did I, I had an, I was like, man, that that's either the biggest put down or it would be the coolest like heavy metal band name, one or the other. <laughs> and, and by the way, the the New King James it it reads, "Hear this word, you fat cows of Oh, Bashan. that's beautiful. 
That's beautiful. Home that video is. is nothing back, bro. Oh, I may have to write in fat. I, I mean, it does. It's, I love it. I think it's King James that translates it. You fat cows, Bashan. <laughs> just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, it ties in with what you were talking about. Yeah. Just, the, all, these people were living in laps of luxury, going, "Oh, we're still, we just got God's blessing all over us. It's just, it's just pouring down on us." And what so many people don't get, and I, I completely agree with what you're saying about state of America right now. You can be in a comfortable spiritual famine where you you are starving spiritually, yeah. but yet physically, and, and we'll we'll just lay there completely ignorant and be fine with it, you know. Or you can be in an economically just horrific society and be richer than any absolutely knows right, yeah, because you trust absolutely. in the Lord. Yep. yep. Wow, this is good. I'm telling you, Amos is great, man. It's great. I loved it. Fat cows of Bashan. <laughs> you need to name this one. This. Next week is oh, Obadiah. It, okay. All right. I got you on that. Yeah. Next week is Obadiah. Obadiah. We each get to choose something from. Well, it's only one chapter, chapter one. so you got to choose a verse. <laughs> Anything else? Anything we need to know as we close? Didn't have my glasses on. I was just making sure I had the right time. We're good. Yeah. yeah. No, we're good. All right. Then, Dan, you close this, bro. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you so much once again that that any time that we we spend time in your word, uh, your knowledge is revealed to us, and just we can be more in awe with every word um, as we learn more about you, Heavenly Father. And let us always be um, diligent to not get discouraged and not get distracted by the circumstances that we see ourselves in, because we know that everything we see in this world outside of you. Is temporary and has no worth, but Heavenly Father, you have worth that we cannot put into words. And so just let us be focused on you and you alone and show our love for you and our worship through our obedience above all else. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. 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 Hey, I'm Hank Mosley, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. Well, matter of fact, the only pastor I have at Mary Baptist Church right now. And um, so thank you guys for being here. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got old pumpkin eyes over there. <laughs> the fat cow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like that. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Mosaic of Marion. Bye, y'all. 347 days of my birthday.